Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Well, the Razorbacks are traveling today. As we begin the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, by the close of business, they will be in Dallas. More specifically, Las Colinas is where the Razorbacks will headquarter tonight. And then they'll take a little bus ride over to the stadium early in the morning tomorrow and hook it up with Texas A&M. I think Arkansas is going to play a great game. I'm just going to go on record right now as saying I think the Razorbacks are going to play a great game tomorrow, and I think they're going to win. I thought they dominated Texas A&M last year until the play, until Chris Russell knocked it loose. Tyreek Chappell picked it up. 17 yards later, lateraled it to Damani Richardson, and the entire game changed. Arkansas was about to go up 20-6, to 21-6. Instead, it was 14-13, to and that was the story. And from that point on, Texas A&M dominated the ball game. I think Arkansas has got a real shot tomorrow. I'm looking forward to the game. So what about the Aggies? They're 3-1. and one. This was Sam Pittman on his radio show Wednesday night. Big athletic. Max Johnson, he was the quarterback last year. A lot of speed. Very talented. And I Smith is a, and Stewart, they're freakish type wideouts. I play three different running backs. Offensive line is basically entirely back from a year ago, so they'll be a year older. Defensively, their front four is going to look as good as anybody has. Linebackers, I love 45. I think he's a really good player. Secondary's got a lot of speed. Special teams are good. It's a good football team. Now, we know about Bobby Petrino, and we've talked about that already this week. They're going to have to play backup quarterback, although he's nobody's average backup, I think would be the accurate way to say it. Max Johnson will get the start. He was the starter last year. Haynes King couldn't play, so Max Johnson played. And, of course, A&M ended up winning the ball game. He played briefly in 2021 when the Razorbacks played LSU. He's a, a veteran guy. This will actually be his 18th start between his time at A&M and LSU. And so he's an experienced player, and obviously he's 1-0 against the Razorbacks uh, based on his performance last season. But it'll be a little bit different for A&M as opposed to how they've started the previous ball games. Arkansas is going to have Rocket back. Rocket changes a lot of things. He's a 30-year-old, however old he is, 21-year-old, you know. But he has been that way ever since he's gotten here. Hence, that's the reason why they voted him a captain. But he's been really good. He's valuable now. He's valuable to the football team just with the opportunity that he can play. He does change things. I mean, he lifts everybody. And I think from the staff all the way down to the last guy in the equipment room, Rocket's return lifts everyone and so I think Arkansas will be a much different team as we move forward with Rocket Sanders back if he's able to stay healthy 
And I think tomorrow when they play, I think they'll ride him as far as he can go. If the game dictates Rocket carrying the ball 20 times and he's able to do it, that's what they'll do. Now, Dominion ran hard last week, and he's playing well right now. Green's been kind of banged up, but he's going to play. He's going to be good to go. And I'll say this. I remember two years ago, A.J. Green you know, caught that touchdown pass. A.J. Green had a decent game last year. He, he likes that track, I think. It wouldn't surprise me to see A.J. Play a, uh, play a big ball game as well. All right, as we move through the podcast today, we're going to hear from Matt Stenchcomb. He was on the morning rush earlier today. Matt was an offensive lineman at Georgia, works for the SEC Network now, and he's going to be the analyst for the television broadcast tomorrow. We're going to hear from Matt in just a moment. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. First, though, I want to talk to those of you who are perhaps thinking about a career in real estate. And I want to recommend my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for something other than buying or selling a home. If you've been thinking about making, uh, making that move, let me recommend their training program to you. When I talk about dealing with pros, my experience with uh, Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, I've come to find out there's a reason why they're the best trained in the business. And there's a reason why they handled everything as professionally as it could be handled. The Clark Long School of Real Estate is affiliated with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. In fact, it's right there on site. They will train you to pass the real estate exam. And they, after that, will give give you the opportunity to go to work for one of their five franchises that you hear me talking about. You do get the best training in the business. ClarkLongSchoolOfRealEstate.com. You can log on to that, or you can go to WeikerGriffin.com and click on the We're Hiring tab. They'd love to talk to you. Or if you're buying or selling a home, they'd love to talk to you too. WeikertGriffin.com. They've got offices in Fayetteville, Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri. Or again, you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey, Matt, give us an idea, because I know you know, about the cohesion between running backs and offensive linemen. Rocket Sanders has been out for Arkansas. They've got good running backs behind him, but I just wonder about the familiarity between running backs and linemen and how that plays into the running game. Yeah, I think a lot of that, you know, it's unspoken, and you try, it doesn't change the way you play up front, that's for sure. But a good back can make a line look even better. A good back, a great back, can make an average line look really good. Uh, and vice versa. Uh, although I will say it's, it's a lot harder for it to work the other way around because you can block your tail off up front. If you got a back that can't find the hole, 
then it's not going to look very good. A lot of times you'll come out of games and I will see or hear that the offensive line's being impugned. Oh, man, we just didn't block very well up front. Didn't run the ball well today. Well, and then you watch it and you're going, no, nah, they blocked lights out up front. You got a running back that's running with his eyes closed. Or they just can't break a tackle. That's an issue. And obviously the more talented you are in the back end, the better they can make you look. I think Rocket Sanders, when he's good to go, one of the best backs in the conference, maybe maybe the best back in the conference uh, when he's going good. Uh, that can really help. And guys know that up front. You know, you, It's a momentum game, and especially in the ground game. If you get going on the ground and your guy is, is making some cuts, he's breaking some tackles, he's maybe picking up two or three more yards at the end of run, then that changes things. That, that juices you up a little bit. And I, I do think that that matters. That, that can actually be really additive to the run game element of your offense. Matt Stinchcomb with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Matt, a couple of games ago, Brady Latham, a team captain, didn't have his best game. Uh, four or five penalties in the game. What do you do as a lineman when you have a game that, um, you know, things don't go your way, too many flags, false starts, holding penalties, the line as a whole doesn't have a performance. What's your role as a captain? How do you repair that? How do you rebound from that kind of performance? Because Brady had a much better game the following outing. Yeah, step one's always owning it. Um, when you're a, a veteran guy, when you're sought to be a leader, you don't duck it. And I, and I doubt very seriously. It's just not the guys up front. You might not have a ton of vocal leaders, but it's usually that room's got a ton of accountability uh, to one another. It has to, but also to the team, the, the broader team. One thing, though, that you, you just can't have, like a hold, holds are going to happen. And, you know, people talk about this, D linemen especially, they love to bring this up. Oh, you, you call holding on every play, um, which is, Total bull, um, but they like to say it makes them feel better. But the, the the fact that you have a holding penalty, or you know, every once in a while it's like a illegal hands to the face or something. I don't know, chop block. You don't see that very often. But those are almost uh, those are we'll call them effort penalties. They happen in the course of the play. It's the procedural stuff, the pre snap stuff that you just flat out can't have, and especially when you've got stability at quarterback. It's one thing if you're jockeying guys in and out, and there's a lot of systems where, hey, we need a runner on this snap, so put another quarterback in. You know, A&M saw that last week. The Robbie Ashford kid comes in at quarterback. Cadences change. You know, those guys don't always call it the same way. And if you're on the road, maybe you're on the clap, so that's different. But when you're at home, you know, if it's a color number, color number, you know, ready go or whatever it is, that cadence isn't the same. And so sometimes you, you just got to hold in there better. Arkansas hasn't had to deal with that. You know, the procedure, the pre-snap process, by and large, is coming from the same guy. And if that's the case, then you flat out just can't burn five yards. And, and that, you just you have to be more focused. It literally is just a mental lapse. The other stuff, the holding, you don't want it, and you certainly don't invite it. It's such a costly penalty. At, at the same time, you, you can, you know, kind of grit your teeth and swallow hard and be like, ah. But it's the pre-snap stuff that, that is a real killer because it's, an, it's entirely avoidable. Matt Stinscombe with us here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. Matt, you referenced the stability kind of at quarterback for the, the Razorback squad, and we had that clip at the top of our open. I, I wonder your perspective. Can, can K.J. afford at any point this season – 
to have an off game and they win? Or is it just one of those things that he has to play out of his mind each game based on what Arkansas has for them to be in games this year? You know, I think that uh, the defense has done a good job. You look at the turnover margin, the takeaways. If you're able to get the ball back, then you're always giving your offense a better chance um, just because that's a momentum play. And it's not even always great field position. doesn't have to be. But you get a short field, and it's a quick change for the opposing team's defense. You know, that can be a spark. You know, as far as, you know, especially when the Sanders kid's been out of the lineup, there's been a lot on K.J. Jefferson. And this offense, I think rightfully, you know, uh, wisely, has put a lot on Jefferson from a decision-making standpoint. He's making decisions pre-snap. You know, a lot of systems, they'll have the RPO. You know, it's watch the O part and the RPO, that option part, that you better have a quarterback that's making great decisions. There is a ton of after-snap decision-making in this offense. And you watch it and you're going, the ball seems to go where it should. He's made great decisions, um, by and large. I mean, we're talking, you know, and even talking with the coaches, they're saying he's in the high 80s. That's incredible. Uh, and this is after the snap type stuff where the defense is trying to make you wrong and you're making a point to, to, to exploit that. Not an easy thing to do. So there's a lot on that kid's plate. You know, you got third and long, you're getting exotic blitz packages. You don't always hold up in protection. You don't have, you know, your, your front line uh, running back in there from a protection standpoint. So there's a ton of leakage. You know, there's not a ton of familiarity at wide receiver. Uh, you know, you got a, a true freshman at tight end who's really emerging as a target. True freshman at tight end. I think that's enough to tell you that, you know, and you all know this, there's not a lot of familiar faces in the huddle for that guy. And so because of it, there's a ton on his shoulders. That said, you know, I don't know that if you get Sanders back and he's in that lineup, you, call, you tie things together up front, you continue to emerge in the, the passing game, especially on the receiving end, you know, those guys, I think, by the end of the season, maybe even midpoint, they can round into form to where it doesn't have to be so much on, hey, KJ, you got to make a play for us right here, bud. But they, I don't know that they're there just yet. Hey, Matt's an old offensive lineman. And, I mean, when he talks about offensive line play, he knows what he's talking about. And I'm going to be interested to see if some of the things that he did talk about today transpire during the ball game tomorrow. I think it's a critical part of the game. A&M's got a veteran offensive line. Arkansas's defensive line is going to be tested. The defense is going to be tested. I think that's the key to the game, frankly, is whether or not Arkansas can stop the run. If A&M can run the ball, it's going to be a long day. If they can stop the run, then you've got a chance to get after a quarterback that until – this ball game has not been the regular starter. Wegman's better. That's why he's been starting. But you got to stop that run first. You got to get them in situations where you can take advantage of the fact that their best quarterback's not playing in the game. Are you ready for the weekend? If you've got your wagers ready to go, I suspect you've probably already been on the Bet Saracen app. If you want to be the most informed, you need to get there right now. Now, I know there are a lot of national betting apps out there, but I also know there are a lot of laws in our state that keep those betting apps from operating within our state. 
So if you are going to be the most prepared, you do need to download the Bet Saracen app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. You'll find that out very quickly. There are all kinds of opportunities to wager. I know some of you, you're going to wager on all kinds of parlays over the course of the games tomorrow and then the NFL games on Sunday. There are opportunities to wager on Razorbacks, former, uh, former Razorbacks. Just a lot of fun. And that's why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Download it today. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. There's actually a pretty good football game on tonight. Oregon State's going to play host to Utah. These are ranked teams, as hard as it may seem to believe. Doesn't start until 8 o'clock, at least our time. It'll be a decent hour in the uh, Pacific time zone. But here it starts at 8. FS1, Oregon minus 3.5, according to the Bet Saracen app. Now, USC and Colorado get a lot of the national attention. USC, ranked eighth in the country, 4-0, is a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app, over Colorado in Boulder. I'm taking Colorado in the points on that one. To me, that that seems like taking candy from a baby. I guess we'll find out. Top-ranked Georgia playing at Auburn. Georgia, 14-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app. There are some other ranked matchups Tomorrow, uh, Kansas plays Texas. That's a 4-0 matchup. Texas is a 16-and-a-half point favorite, according to the Bad Saracen app. Man, I'd be tempted to go with Kansas on that. And then there's LSU and Ole Miss. LSU ranked 13th. Ole Miss ranked 20th. LSU minus 2-and-a-half. You know, Ole Miss has got LSU and then Arkansas back-to-back at home. You know, those are the kinds of games you're thinking, if I'm an Ole Miss fan, we got to win those games if we're going to be a contender. You know, otherwise, we're not really a contender. If they lose to LSU, pressure's going to be on against the Razorbacks. If they beat LSU, maybe, maybe they'll have a letdown. First things first, though, Arkansas has got to beat A&M tomorrow. It's going to be a bright and early start on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast tomorrow morning. We're going to visit again with Andrew Monaco, the play-by-play man for the Texas A&M Aggies. If you missed that earlier in the week, That'll get the morning started. It's going to be a big day of football. Here's the good part about playing at 11 o'clock in the morning. If you get up really early, you can take an afternoon nap. And then the other games, at the very least, you catch the second half. If you're one of those guys, one of those slappies that, you know, sleeps until 10 o'clock, I mean, you got football till midnight and beyond. So it's going to be a great day tomorrow. I think Arkansas is going to beat A&M. We'll see what happens. I do know Monday we'll be back around. I hope all of you have a great weekend. If you're traveling to Dallas, do so safely. We'll talk again on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.